This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul. Count it. And one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it. But Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this in South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. Good afternoon. Welcome to Archbishop Ryan High School. For one more time, we do it here. LaSalle College High School Basketball Live on Bob Long Sports here in the regular season. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside. LaSalle at 11 and 10 on the year. Archbishop Ryan fourth in the Catholic League at 19 and 4. We'll now pause for the national anthem pre-tip-off as we have a prayer that will come first. But this is a, a game that is seeding-based as LaSalle is 10th right now in the Philadelphia Catholic League, that final spot. And they would play the 7th seed on Wednesday evening. And at right this point, Archbishop Carroll would be and is that team. But opportunity with a Conway League loss as well as a LaSalle win today to move up into the ninth spot. Would still be a, ro- a road game on Wednesday night, but seating on the line today. And now we'll send you down to the PA announcer for the playing of the National Anthem. Bob Long, Chris Carabello on set today for the regular season finale in the Philadelphia Catholic League between the LaSalle College High School Explorers and the Raiders of Archbishop Ryan. LaSalle to be introduced first, and Jack Rothenberg, Chris, getting his first start of the season. Yeah, Alan Powell a little under the weather. It was a game-time decision whether or not he'd be able to play, and Joe said he might get a few minutes, but right now he's just not feeling strong enough to play. 
We won't see Conrad Kiska either. The issues he's been having over the last few weeks, uh, they are going to sit him down for the remainder of the season. And the next time we'll see Conrad Kiska in an Explorer uniform is in his junior year. Sean Simon introduced along with Zach Chrysler and now Matt Paulus. And finally, senior guard Jared Stooks playing his last regular season game as a member of the LaSalle Explorers basketball team along with the aforementioned Matt Paulus. Now the Raiders being introduced, coached by Joe Zaglinski, Archbishop Ryan, great basketball player, and now his second year as the head man. Chris has done great things with this program, bringing them from a middle-of-the-pack program to a team that went to the Palestra last year and came in with really high expectations, now sit in fourth place. Yeah, Joe Zaglinski's, it's a, it's a very different-looking Ryan team from the Bernie Rogers teams. Um, that, that was the program prior and who Joe played for and the, the, uh, the program that was here at Ryan before. Uh, the Princeton-style offense is gone, and um, in has come far more athletic players. A couple of them we'll talk about. The last to be introduced, perhaps the first you need to talk about, Isaiah Brockington headed to NJIT next year, averaging 19 points a game, a senior at six foot four. And Chris, at about this time last year, LaSalle hosted Archbishop Ryan in a playoff game, and it was Brockington that went off for 20-plus points and put a thorn in the LaSalle defense all afternoon. Matisse Kulaskovskis at six foot seven, a senior, also averaging 19 points a game. Between these two guys, Chris, they average just under 40 points a game for a team that's averaging about 60. I mean, my gosh, that's a very large portion of that point total. You have Amin Bryant at under five points a game, Fred Taylor averaging seven and a half, and Chris Palantino, the rest of the starters, he's averaging five. But you add all those together, that's not even equaling the production of these two guys at the, the head of the roster. No, it's really... Isaiah Brockington is really the showstopper out here. He's the athlete, but Matisse Kulikoskis has a you know, great jump shot, uh, big guy, can play in the paint. He can pretty much do anything. Yeah, absolutely. He's a guy that came in last year. LaSalle in the regular season beat Archbishop Ryan the first time. And then it was Ryan that bested the Explorers in the playoffs. And Kulikoskis was a big portion and a big part of that victory, LaSalle dressed in the road blue uniforms, the white trim, the yellow numbers. Ryan in the white uniforms and the black numbers with the red trim. And we're underway. Fred Taylor at 6'9 wins the tap against Zach Chrysler. And we're underway. Amin Bryant and Chris Palantino, the primary guards for Ryan, who start very slowly here. Now just starting to work the ball around the paint and now inside they go Brockington a fadeaway good tough shot the lefty rose up and hit it the Explorers could really have their hands full they don't match up well against either Brockington or Kulikoskis Kulikoskis size forces them to match up against Chrysler Chrysler just doesn't have the athleticism and Brockington is a one man scoring machine Likely to see perhaps Jack Rothenberg play on the defensive end as Simon launches a three. It's long, an offensive rebound for Rothenberg. Stutter stepped through the lane for Jared Stooks and now dribbles it back out to the top of the key. Paulus will launch. Well short, Rothenberg, a second offensive rebound, and the Explorers start again. 
immediate dividends paid for the decision to start Rothenberg. 6.46 to play, 2-0 Explorers. Here's Stukes through the lane, high off the glass, it won't go. And the rebound down to Amin Bryant. And really, if Alan Powell was in the game, he might be someone that they would match up against Isaiah Brockington. A better, he's, he's the better of the defensive guards. It's Paulus on Kulikowskis right now, and he runs through Paulus. Zaglinski doesn't like the call, but an offensive foul called against the senior, Kulikowskis. You know, i got to say something about Matt. That's something Matt Paulus has done all year. Prior to this season, you didn't see a whole lot of the, the Explorers take a lot of charges, and that's something that Matt, that Matt Paulus has not been afraid to do, particularly against bigger opponents like Kulikowskis. LaSalle coming off a win against Father Judge at home on Friday. They slowed the basketball down, limited possessions, and tried to do the same and get Father Judge out of the rhythm. A long two, no good from Zach Chrysler from the elbow. Here's Brockington out on the break, pulls up inside the three-point line. It's short, and the rebound down to Matt Paulus. Here's Stukes with it. Cutting to the block with Simon. Now back up top for Paulus. Paulus dishes for Chrysler, tries to run through Taylor, but Taylor stands up to him. And now a desperation pass out towards the half-court stripe. Stukes is there. 5.40 to play. A slow start again here, just like on Friday night. LaSalle trailing 2-0. Paulus had to go back into the backcourt to get it, but Brockington had tipped it first, so no violation. Explorers working around the top of the key. Simon now launches from deep and hits. Just left of the top of the key, and Simon from two feet beyond the three-point line, nails it. Yeah, that's a big basket for Sean Simon. He's been a little cold this uh, last two games. Matt Paul has called for chucking the cutter. Isaiah Brockington off the basketball. First foul on Paulus, first on the Explorers. 3-2, Explorers lead. And Simon, a guy who's shown an affinity to shoot the basketball, and LaSalle's given him the liberty to do so this year. Good to see him going early. One for two from beyond the arc. LaSalle now into the zone defense. They get it to Kulaskovskis in the middle of the zone. Opens up a Palantino three. It's good. Good inside-out basketball. They collapse the defense, and it was Palantino wide open on the left wing for three. Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that in this gym. It's a place where Ryan shoots very well. 5-3, Raiders lead. And historically, this is not a place where LaSalle has played well. It's a tough environment, maybe a little lighter on the crowd today given the, the bad weather we have and perhaps the fact that the seeds are set in the Philadelphia Catholic League, but a lot still to play for. Ryan could be anywhere from four to six as Chrysler launches a baseline three, a line drive type look that barely draws the back iron. Back comes Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's playing for a home game here. They're, they're playing for the right to host Father Judge at home here uh, next Friday night. Now Taylor gets it. Chrysler, nice job to back him away from the hoop, but Taylor nudges right in on him. Can't hit the right-handed hook, and here comes LaSalle. Stutter step from Stukes, in amongst the defense, emphatically blocked by Fred Taylor past the end line. Now see, that's a situation where they brought, they brought Chrysler out in hopes that Taylor would follow him to clear the lane for Stukes, and Taylor wasn't moving. And so now LaSalle will switch up the look. In comes Alan Powell, who didn't start the game. They're worried about him being a little under the weather, but in he comes along with Brett Werner. Now an inbound to Sean Simon and a travel. Pretty easy call as he shuffled the feet immediately after receiving the basketball. Now having Brett Werner here in the game, 
Werner's an athlete. He, it's a, it's a nice matchup against Taylor if he can hold him off. It's an interesting defensive look. It's almost a two-one-two with the big man inside. Now they're going to maneuver into a matchup zone, and at this point, really back into the man-to-man. A fadeaway, no good from Isaiah Brockington. Paulus takes the basketball right away from Taylor after the offensive carom. And Stukes very content to slow it up. I think they're looking for Werner to be able to box Taylor out and that he has better hands. He has great hands as a soccer keeper. Starting keeper for the LaSalle soccer team that went to the state semifinal this year. 3-14 to play, 5-3 Archbishop Ryan, and LaSalle is just fine with that pace. Here's now Stukes looking for Werner. Simon, the head fake, almost drugged that pivot foot again. Stukes on the right wing. Werner out near the AR logo. And now Simon, guarded by Kuleskovskis. A high right-handed dribble from Alan Powell, guarded by Chris Palantino. Now goes through the legs and is by Palantino. Head fake, puts it up, well short. And Taylor, a rebound. And now all ahead of the defense, Kuleskovskis beat Brett Werner down the floor. Yeah, Brett Werner wasn't in position there. Joe Dempsey a little upset. 7-3, Ryan. And that can be the tough part when you're dropping into a zone, a team that doesn't play a ton of zone. Here's a three from Paulus. Back iron no good. Rebound for Werner. And a new offensive possession for LaSalle. Stukes goes right at Bryant. Feeds for Werner. Good hands to catch it. Puts it up and is blocked. Kulaskovskis on the board. And now a steal from the Explorers. Paulus behind the play. Now Stukes through the lane looking for Simon. And tipped away and out of bounds by Kuleskovskis. Frenetic pace here in the final two and a half minutes of the first quarter. We sit at 154 now as there's a stoppage and a timeout on the floor. So what happened? Why did the switch turn, Chris? A, a whole different pace than what we saw for the first five minutes. Yeah, and I'm not sure that that's a pace that I don't, I don't think LaSalle wants to run with this team. Right. I don't think you want to run with Isaiah Brockington. Um, as I said, there's no one athletic enough to really match up against him. If he gets ahead of you, he gets behind you. Uh, it, 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 it could turn ugly quickly. So I, don't, I think it was just a, 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 some circumstances that caused the pace to pick up, but I don't, clearly don't think that's in the game plan because sure. I don't think that's what LaSalle wants. It was Joe Zaglinski that called this first time out of the game, but certainly I don't think Joe Dempsey has any issue bringing his guys in and trying to reiterate that very message. Actually, a 7-3 pace is something that you would have seen in a, Bur- in a Bernie Rogers offense. This is something sure. you would have seen at Archbishop Bryan when we played them here two years ago. Um, but not, not with this offense, not with this level of talent that Ryan has right now. And you've seen in the Philadelphia Catholic League this maturation along with the advent of some of the different changes in the game. Joe Zaglinski may be the best example of that at Archbishop Wood. John Mosco coming of age. He coached under Carl Aragale for so many years at Newman Gretti, now getting his shot in his first four or five years at Archbishop Wood, doing great things. And, and that's really what this league is about. This league always has great teams, great coaches, and great players. But the ability to change and adapt with the sport, to give young, talented minds opportunities to succeed, it's what makes the lead so successful. Yeah, Matt McMahon in the game now, a junior transfer from Haverford. 
Simon pass inside, was looking for Zach Chrysler. Taylor got a hand in there, knocked it out of bounds. LaSalle, frankly, Chris, lucky that Taylor even touched that basketball because that pass was going begging and probably out of bounds even without a tip. Absolutely. He didn't need to get a hand on that. Stukes for three, no good. Another offensive rebound. Chrysler could have gone back up with it, decides to go back outside, and Simon drills a three. He got knocked down. They very well could have called a foul there and gave him an in one, but he hit the three. I think that's all that's important. And now Simon has all six for the Explorers. We tick under one minute to play here in the first quarter. Amin Bryant for three. No good on the answer. But Taylor in all alone. A matchup issue. Alan Powell was matched up against him inside. Right, and if you look at who was underneath when that shot was missed, it was Jared Stukes, Alan Powell, and Sean Simon. Sean Simon being the tallest one of the three at 6'2". There was nobody to get that rebound other than Fred Taylor. And the defense was completely out of source because... Even though Amin Bryant missed badly as the Explorers now will hold the basketball under 25 seconds to play, but they were able to get the basketball. Ryan was right into the middle of the zone, and that's the one thing that you need to prevent. And now doubled at the center of the court, a jump ball. Jared Stukes enveloped by Amin Bryant and Fred Taylor, and with the alternate possession, it will go to Archbishop Ryan with 17.6 seconds to play in the first quarter, 9-6 LaSalle. It should be LaSalle's ball. LaSalle oh. lost the tip. Okay. Yeah, you're exactly right. Archbishop Brian, Chris Palantino, even the referees, appeared to indicate that it was going to be LaSalle basketball. I'm sorry, Ryan basketball, but now it's LaSalle's basketball. Ten seconds to play here in the first quarter. Stukes tries to hand off for Paulus and gives it away. Here's Amin Bryant all the way in. Walked. And lays it up. They won't get the extra look off. At the end of the first quarter, it's a bad turnover and a quick 4-0 spurt that gives Archbishop Ryan an 11-6 lead. And that's something the Explorers have struggled with for, for part of the year, that they're holding the ball, they're trying to make up that play, and they don't get the play off. Right. Yeah, did not get the look they wanted. In fact, they didn't get any look. the easiest two points they could create for Archbishop Ryan. On the contrary. We'll take a break and come back for the beginning of the second quarter. 11-6, Archbishop Ryan. And this is LaSalle College High School Basketball, live on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School Basketball. Archbishop Bryan High School, the site of today's regular season finale. And LaSalle trails 11-6. We welcome those listeners on hand from Archbishop Bryan as well. Thanks for being with us on this Sunday afternoon. Explorers return to a 1-3-1 zone with Simon underneath the basket, Jared Stukes out front. Now more of a matchup zone. Kulaskovskis drifts to the lane, high off the glass, no good. Another offensive rebound for Bryant, and an easy foul call. Sean Simon dipped his hands in there and was called for the foul. Two foul shots upcoming for Amin Bryant. The sophomore at six foot four, averaging under five points a game. 
Yeah, the zone, whether it's matchup, 1-3-1, regardless, is forcing Ryan to take shots. They're missing, but unfortunately they're grabbing every offensive rebound. Absolutely. In fact, a lot of offensive rebounds because LaSalle themselves have four. Sean Simon has, I'm sorry, uh, Jack Rothenberg, my mistake, Chris, has two offensive rebounds. Zach Chrysler has two offensive rebounds. And Sean Simon that's hit his two threes off those kickouts from those offensive rebounds. Now they throw it right into a double team and a timeout. Head coach Joe Dempsey not happy with Jack Rothenberg, and you can understand why, Chris. Threw it right into the corner, and you know that a double team is coming against the full-court pressure if Stukes catches the ball there. The, 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 the open man was at, I mean, was at center court. That's where he needed to go. Throwing the ball to Stukes, they drew him right into their trap. And he, he was trapped in the corner. He had nowhere to go. And he was outsized. He had two six-foot-plus six defenders on him. He had nowhere to go. Joe, think, about, think about playing this Archbishop Ryan team. It's like going to the dentist. Joe Zaglinski is a very, very smart coach. He came into LaSalle last year after they got essentially whooped at home to start Catholic League play with a whole different team and a new strategy you know, one that gave this LaSalle Explorer team that was senior-laden at the time but still gave that experienced team a lot of fits. And that's what he's done this year all throughout the Catholic League is put his team up to task, and they have delivered in a big way this year. Now they get the ball to the center of the floor, opens up the entirety of the floor, and Alan Powell going backwards and travels with it. So they got what they wanted, Chris, and then Alan Powell, instead of, continuing to move the ball, holds it, which allows that press to reset. It's been their Achilles all season. They're, they're a turnover-prone team. Um, and often sometimes just foolish turnovers, silly turnovers, unnecessary turnovers. Here's Kulikovskis. Bryant. Oh, excuse me, Isaiah Brockington. But what a feed inside, Matisse Kulikovskis. Yeah, there's no way to stop that. And that's exactly. Here they are again. They have the trap. Paulus. Nearly has the ball taken from him. Could have been called a foul. The Explorers struggling to get across the timeline, and now they do. Now the you have to resist the urge to pick up the pace. Now you can settle back into your possession, into your pace, albeit down eight because of the quick spurt from Archbishop Ryan. Paul is given an open look for three. In and out, no good. Out on the break comes Brockington right to the hole. He goes, and he slams it with the left hand. Right through Paulus and Powell. A power dribble, and he fired it home. Powell to the bucket. No good with the right-handed layup. Here comes Brockington again. Doesn't have numbers, so he pulls it up. 16-6, 9-0 run for Archbishop Bryan in the latter stages of the first quarter and now beginning of the second. We tick under 6 minutes and 20 seconds to play here in the second quarter. 16-6, Raiders. Explorers have no answer for the athleticism of this program at this point. And they're missing shots. Alan Powell misses a rebound. The only... Here comes about... Here's an open look for Sean Simon. And he has all nine for the Explorers. Three three threes. threes. Which I think pretty much says it all. Right. On the other end, it was Kulaskovskis. He had the matchup against Paulus. And if that's going to be the matchup all night, LaSalle is in trouble. But Paulus did a good enough job to alter the shot of Kulaskovskis, open up the break, and the extra pass to Simon. Now Brockington floats in the lane and hits it. Thought he was fouled. I don't disagree, but hits it anyway. There's no one to defend him. 
18-9. Archbishop Ryan leads LaSalle. And if nothing else, Chris, if you are LaSalle, maybe the one takeaway is it's only nine. It's only three threes. Now Chrysler goes baseline, and a foul is called against Fred Taylor. That one could have come on the catch, but then the referee made the call after the power dribble. But it feels as if Archbishop Ryan has controlled every facet of this game, but it has been Sean Simon keeping the Explorers in this with a high percentage from beyond the three-point stripe. Yeah, he doesn't make those threes in this game's you know, I mean, the Spurs don't have a, they don't have a field goal. So now here's an opportunity, Chris, very much like set pieces in soccer when you're struggling on the offensive end. See if you can run a play out of the gate, and that's exactly how you do it. A cut to the strong side block. The defender left Chrysler, and he laid it in easily. Good find from Jared Stukes. But that's how you do it. Set pieces, if you get those opportunities and you can deliver on those, I mean, that makes up six points a game. That's... It's a big margin in high school basketball, and the Explorers got two easy ones. Brockington, a step back three, in and out a little short. Taylor got his hands in there, and a jump ball. Wow, LaSalle very fortunate to get that call. I thought Chrysler had his hands all over the arms of Taylor without the possession. And LaSalle gets possession yeah. because of the arrow. Now they throw it into Stukes, dribbles it out of trouble and is fouled by Anthony Woodard, the junior. Will it go against Kulaskovskis? Yeah, it goes against number 10. Anthony Woodard, the 6'2 junior, just into the game. And, Chris, that's something we talked about all fair before this game. Ryan is really not going to play a very deep lineup here today. Now, unless this game gets out of hand, we're going to basically see six to seven players. Inside Jack Rothenberg, great feed. From Matt Paulus, and Ryan's defense now a little out of sorts. Two wide-open layups found by the Explorers. One in the run of play and one off the out-of-bounds. 18-13, Ryan now leads. Brockington guarded by Jared Stukes. Here's Bryant. They go down low to Kulaskowskis, guarded by Rothenberg. Spins on Rothenberg, wild shot off the glass, won't go. And Simon, a really strong rebound inside. He got right in the mix. They were outsized there. Open look, extra pass, Paulus, three, good. Seven straight for the Explorers. It's 18-16 with 3.54 to play in the second quarter. And the second time out of the game called by Joe Zaglinski and the Archbishop Ryan Raiders. A full timeout on the floor. It was a great little run there for the Explorers. Way to get back in the game. Keeping their head about them and knowing, hey, this is their last regular season game of the season, carrying a little bit of momentum after their win against Judge and storming back here on the road. We'll be right back on the other side. This portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. 
They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. And welcome back to Archbishop Bryan High School. The Explorers have come back. A quick 7-0 spurt answers a 9-0 spurt for Archbishop Bryan, and now it's 18-16 Raiders. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside Archbishop Bryan with the basketball, 335 to play. Moving from right to left, here's Bryan. The handoff for Brockington, stripped away from him. Simon on the pavement, and he gets it off it's a great to Matt Paulus. Now Stukes, off for Rothenberg, a baseline three. Back iron, no good. Bryant pulls it down. Out on the break goes Bryant, and he's fouled by Rothenberg. It's not a horrible foul. And now Sean Simon, a little late. And I mean, Bryant jawing with Sean Simon. Simon didn't say a word. So maybe I mean, Bryant a little bit quick with the verbiage. Well, after the foul was called, and he went up to, to lay the ball up anyway, Simon knocked it out of his hands. And you know what? That's exactly what, what Simon what does. does. I mean, yeah. the foul was made out past the right. three-point line. You don't get to go lay that up. Right. So Simon does exactly what he's supposed to do. I mean, Bryant not too pleased. Right. And the referees got involved. They talked to both players. Yep. All's well that ends well. And so Ryan will restart. Three team fouls against the Explorers. Palantino, a baseline three. No good. Simon, great job boxing out on Kuleskovskis. He's already playing a great game here, Chris. Now Stukes pass the defender off for Chrysler. Point blank misses. Thought he was fouled on the second time. Stukes takes away the rebound from Fred Taylor. And the Explorers restart. Zach Chrysler needs to go strong with that. Left-handed layup is good. Counted count the and basket. One. Jared Stukes, a stutter step goes baseline. Fred Taylor comes over and fouls him as Stukes put it high off that glass and into the cylinder. Explorers now tie the game at 18. One more free throw coming for Jared Stukes. And look at this, Chris, all Fred of a sudden, Fred second foul. Fred Taylor picks up two. Stukes hits the free throw. It's now 10 straight for the Explorers, down 18-9. to nine. Back to up 19 to 18. Archbishop Ryan, plenty to play for. We mentioned it at the open. Opportunity to host a playoff game if they win. Now over the top for Taylor and alley oop, a two handed flush off the feed from Amin Bryant. Yeah, they, they caught Zach Crystal sleeping there. Yep, Explorers playing a high line defensively. Paulus is ridden and fouled by Isaiah Brockington. I tell you, Brockington, Paul, this Ryan team plays with a chip on their shoulder. They do. They're, they're, they're chippy. Yep. Bryant guarding Stukes right now. Brockington continues to clap into the back of the head of Matt Paulus. I worry about that because the judge game ended chippy on Friday night. Ended with two double technical fouls, one on Jared Stukes and the other on um, O'Connor, a father judge. Both were ejected. Um, Back cut for Jared Stukes. Too easy. I mean, Bryant caught sleeping on the other end in the Explorers lead 21 to 20. My apologies, Chris, you were saying. No, so we, the, uh, the intensity and in um, some of the play here is kind of a continuation of the end of uh, Friday night's game. Sure. Kulaskoskis for three. Good from the left wing. 
Late on the closeout were the Explorers as they committed a double on the basketball. Good kick out to the senior at six foot seven who can knock it down. 1.30 to play, first half, 23-21. Archbishop Ryan leads. Simon has it out near the logo, guarded by Kuliskovskis. Explorers in no hurry, happy with the way the first 15 minutes have gone. Perhaps to take the final shot of this half, unless they get a good one they like. Stukes backs it back out to the AR logo after threatening the drive. Left wing, Zach Chrysler. Chrysler dribbles once, picks up the dribble and finds Sean Simon. Simon drives, puts up a wild shot, no good. Gets his own rebound, pulled away from him. Rothenberg now, top of the key, three for Chrysler. Shooters roll, but it won't go. Went rim, backboard rim, and then popped out on the fourth bounce. It was a wide open look for Zach Chrysler, just didn't drop. Brockington jumps to pass it to Kulaskovskis, and now Amin Bryant will resettle. 26 and seconds to play. And it looks as if Joseph Glinski's going to hold for the last shot. Amin Bryant guarded by Jack Rothenberg, and Rothenberg fouls him. That is the fourth team foul on the Explorers, and at least the second on Rothenberg. Yeah, I mean, in theory, the Explorers have two second. more fouls to give. I mean, in doing that, you've now given one of your starters two fouls. Sure. There's, you know, there's a I don't know if that was an intentional foul or more of, hey, listen, be aggressive. If you get a steal, let's try to create another opportunity, and if not, you have fouls to give. But I agree with you. You don't love him seeing that foul. Could have been a moving screen. Now Kulaskoskis, great job with the footwork, finishes at the bucket. Paulus has it now. Chrysler drives baseline on Kuliskovska, spins off the glass and good. A great move by Zach Chrysler. Brockington launches at the buzzer, no good. And that's a big two points, Chris. Yes, that to was. answer, and, and now they go into the half down just two. That was a tough shot by Zach Chrysler. He misses the little layup. Right. Uh, and he hits that. So, A physical game in Northeast Philadelphia. Not that you would expect anything else, Chris. And the Explorers got punched in the mouth with a 9-0 run, answered with a 10-0 run, took a one-point lead. Archbishop Ryan able to take a two-point cushion into the half, but I think when you put it all together and you think about where LaSalle was six days ago on Monday night at halftime, struggling against West Catholic, what's happened in the last game and a half has been quite the improvement. And it's what you want to see going into the playoffs as they'll take the floor as either the 9 seed or the 10 seed on Wednesday night, live here on BLS. Yeah, the, um, it'd be nice if they could get a win. They could get a win. Carroll's playing Conwell Egan today. Egan. Uh, it's gonna be, I mean, that's going to be a tough game for Conwell Egan. And Carroll really needs to win. Yep. So, um, yeah, you have to look at, you know, there's a very good chance Conwell Egan's going to lose. You, cut, you get that coupled with a LaSalle win. LaSalle bumps up to the 9 spot. Yep, they the would nine go spot the is likely to, to go on the boat to Bonner, which may be a little kinder game than having to go to Archbishop Carroll. Well, you remember the way the Carroll game ended. The Carroll game ended <laughs> equal, uh, even more chippy. Yes, yes it did. But we sit here in the Northeast with 16 minutes of basketball to play. We hope that you'll join us for the remainder of what's been a great game so far. And a lot on the line for both LaSalle and Archbishop Ryan. 
We'll take our break and come back for the Hall and Hess O'Connell Halftime Show live here on BLS. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. L-Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L-Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. L-Mark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabal, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game, you promote it well. And so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor 
role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Blunt Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. Welcome back to Archbishop Ryan High School, the site of today's Philadelphia Catholic League regular season finale between the LaSalle Explorers and the Archbishop Ryan Raiders. Chris Carabella will be back momentarily for the beginning of the second half, but right now for our halftime show, we'll take you through the Catholic League standings as we get ready for the playoffs. Wednesday is the playing games, 7 versus 10, 8 versus 9, and then Friday night. One versus the lowest seed from that 7 to 10, and then two versus the higher of those two seeds. Three versus six, and four versus five. So Archbishop Wood, by virtue of their head-to-head win over Newman Gretti in this very building earlier in the year, they have the hammer with a tied 11-1 and mark. Archbishop Wood playing their final game today as well, and Newman Gretti underway also both teams likely to win those two games although Newman does have the more difficult of the two games having to go to St. Joe's prep uh, to to play that game and so we continue to move down the standings Roman Catholic by virtue of a bad loss 23 points to Archbishop Wood on Friday night they're at 10 and 2 locked into the three seed Archbishop Ryan at 8 and 4 Father Judge at 8 and 4 Ryan has the hammer based on the head-to-head with Father Judge. So with a win here today, would clinch themselves a four seed and the right to host a playoff game, which would likely be against that very same Father Judge team. St. Joe's Prep, 7-5, and five, tough game today, as we mentioned. But they cannot fall behind Archbishop Carroll based on the tiebreakers. Archbishop Carroll at 6-6, six and six, the head-to-head over Bonner Prendy, who sits in 6-6. Six and six. So... With a win over Conwell Egan, it would be Archbishop Carroll locked into the seventh spot, Bonner Prendy, 6-6. Six and six. And then it's Conwell Egan and LaSalle. Egan with the head-to-head over LaSalle earns that nine spot. And LaSalle in the ten spot needs a win and a Conwell Egan loss to move ahead into the nine spot. So that's what's on the line here today. Already eliminated West Catholic, Lansdale Catholic, 
Bishop McDevitt and Cardinal O'Hara. And that's the status of the always competitive Philadelphia Catholic League. Archbishop Wood and Newman Goretti appear to be the class of the league, both thoroughly handling Roman Catholic, who those are the only two losses that the Kaolites have on the year. But again, playoffs have a funny way of changing things up. Archbishop Ryan was very competitive with Roman Catholic in their game. And uh, I think there's a lot in store in the playoffs, but a lot to finish up here today. We'll take one more quick break and come back for the beginning of the second half. This is LaSalle Basketball on BLS. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back. Thanks for listening into the Dunphy Ford pregame show, pregame, and the Highland Hess O'Connell halftime show. And now Bob Long, Chris Carabello are back for the beginning of the second half. A 25 to 23 lead for the home Raiders of Archbishop Bryan, now moving from left to right, wearing the home whites. Now, you know what? This is a you know this is a great place for the LaSalle to be to start the second half. Only down two. Fred Taylor missed his first look inside, got his own rebound, threw it high off the glass, and let it roll around the cylinder and go down 27-23. Taylor playing with two fouls. It'd be good if they could go at him and get him to pick up a third. Archbishop Ryan in the man-to-man defense. LaSalle running guys off the ball leads to a Paulus. Look, but he head fakes. Instead goes for Simon, a long three, in and out. Nearly hit the low roof here at Archbishop Ryan. That is a concern in this gym. Now Bryan out of control, misses the layup, opens up the opportunity for the Explorers. Head fake for Jared Stooks, misses the layup high off the glass. Here comes Brockington the other way, tried to dunk it, but Simon fouled him before he got there. Yeah, and the... Um the athleticism of Brockington caused Stukes to miss that shot. Without a doubt. If he lays it up, it gets blocked. Yep. He tries to stop, head fake. Before he knew it, he was too far under and had no chance of laying that ball It was ball probably in. a walk as well. It was. Now Brockington through the lane, strong but can't get it to go. Kuleskovskis can. Offensive rebound and putback. It's important that LaSalle not let this get to eight points. And Joe Dempsey quickly called a timeout. Yeah, Yeah. he sensed it. Yeah. He hasn't called a timeout to this point, so plenty to work with. And this, he felt, correctly so, a very important moment in this game. Now, you you start at the half down two. They score two quick baskets. You're down six. You can't let it get eight because eight can quickly become ten, and next thing you know, this game's out of control. 6.43 6.43 to play, third quarter. LaSalle trailing 29-23, a 4-0 spurt from Archbishop Ryan to start the second half. And I think it's important that LaSalle comes out and runs some offense. They, were, they did a nice job in the first half running some pick and rolls, getting, an op, you know, getting the guy you know, open underneath the basket off of a screen. If they can do something like that, cut this game back down to four, I think that's a great way to the Explorers to start off with this possession. We'll see what type of offensive set they come out in. Jared Stooks inbounding from the sideline in his own offensive end of the floor. 
Now quickly the handoff from Chrysler to Stukes. Chrysler thought about the three, picks up the dribble, blocked pass, and now here comes Palantino the other way. Off for Bryant, fouled hard by Zach Chrysler on the shot. Now they did run offense. They did have Paulus cutting, but Ryan picked up on it. So they didn't have the cutter. They, he picked up his head, and next thing you know, the ball was stolen. So It's a pretty impressive fast break run by Chris Palantino there as well. He had Amin Bryant and trusted that he was cutting to the weak side block, which he was. Pass on the button, bounce pass, and... Chrysler, no choice but to foul him on the layup opportunity. Now Bryant, his first free throw. Back iron, no good, and that's exactly why you commit that foul there, Chris. Absolutely. Just Chrysler's first. The Explorers had no foul trouble in the first half. Smart play by the sophomore. Bryant misses them both. Tapped up. And the rebound to Matt Paulus, not without a scrum. No, and I thought that was a foul on Kulikoskis. Spot up three for Paulus, short, and a jump ball between Fred Taylor and Zach Chrysler. And that'll be possession explorers. It's very impressive from Zach Chrysler. And now, maybe this is just me and first time in person seeing this Ryan team play. Does it seem to you every time there's a jump ball or something like that, Archbishop Ryan team has their backs up? Now three from Paulus, no good. Simon can't get the rebound. Kuleskovskis can, and Jack Rothenberg called for the reach-in. If you think back to the game last year, the playoff game, where they came out and literally just handed it to LaSalle on their home court, they did so by getting in LaSalle's head. Right. They did a tremendous job of getting in Jared Stuke's head. I think a lot of things that you see tonight are just that. Isaiah Brockington clapping behind their head. Little annoying things that... Are, are they fouls? No. Are they, you know, are they illegal in any way? No. But they, it's the kind of thing that Some Sal programs. can respond. Sal has a history of responding poorly to. Yeah. Well, and some programs teach those things, and some programs do not. And we can leave it at that. Now a turnover by Archbishop Ryan. They threw it away. Joseph Glinski, I think he's got a case here, Chris. I thought it was tipped. Yeah, Absolutely. Now Chrysler had a chance to spot up. Instead, find Simon, the head fake. Back for Paulus. Paulus offer Powell on the weave. Back to the top of the key. Chrysler drives at the defender, puts it up, and might have been blocked It on was the play. blocked by, by Kulikoskis. Now Kulikoskis through the lane, puts it up, count it, and one. All the way down the floor, went behind his back, switched hands in midair, kisses it off the grass softly, and at that point you just tip your cap. That was impressive. Yeah, he takes a Zach Chrysler block, takes it down the court on his own. Behind his back, lays it up, and now he can convert the three-point play. Kulaskovskis averaging just under 20 points a game, extremely skilled, and hits the free throw. A 7-0 run to start the second half by Archbishop Ryan, and now they lead by nine with 5.20 to play in the third quarter. Rothenberg dribbles into the lane, looks for Simon. LaSalle continues to run the weave. Rothenberg dives to the cup, and good lay-in. Nice play. Full timeout on the floor, called by LaSalle. They get their first bucket of the second half with 5.08 to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break and come back. 
This portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. Attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215 287 929 or C-U-P Wawa. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. 5.08 to play third quarter. LaSalle got a bucket to stop the bleeding and now trail by seven. After the timeout, it'll be Archbishop Ryan to start with the basketball backcourt pressure for the Explorers. Palantino needs to get it passed. And now a timeout for Joe Zaglinski. He saw that Palantino was in a lot of trouble. That's good. That's Golinski's third timeout. Whether yeah. or not he's going to need them any at the end, he's only got two left. Yep. And with 4.57 to play in the third quarter, we have a lot of basketball to go, Chris. And I think if you look at this game right now, it's teetering on that edge. 32-25, to 25, it was a nice run by the Raiders, but LaSalle has answered in this position before. Yeah, this is a real crux point in this game a little show me what you have and an opportunity for LaSalle right they've been lacking in many ways for games that show okay we can do this lacking for a little bit of confidence perhaps a win over judge and then an opportunity to play 32 minutes with this team I think would give them a lot of that going into the playoffs and an offensive foul Fred Taylor his third foul on a moving screen a pretty easy call at the top of the key and now it goes back LaSalle's way, trailing by seven. I think the more important thing there is the third foul on Taylor, though. The Explorers were able to, were able to make a, a, a good part of that run with Taylor on the bench. Absolutely. Taylor on the bench frees up the lane for the cut. Paulus, baseline three, a little jawing back the other way towards Brockington for his troubles. Good look, and a double screen by the Explorers opened up the three for Paulus. Now Amin Bryant sees an open lane, dishes it out to Palantino, who power dribbles into the lane and now backs it out for Taylor. Kulikovskis gets it to go. Kulikovskis does it again, driving to the hole, and Ryan leads by six. Yeah, he's very skilled. Amin Bryant called for the foul, and Bryant runs over Jared Stooks. He continues to play after that whistle. And this is exactly what he did last year as well. I mean, Bryant brings that extra swagger, that extra attitude to the floor. And I wouldn't be surprised. The line, but. I wouldn't be surprised. It's starting to get on the. It, I, I'm looking at the, re, at the at the rest, particularly Bill Chivarelli. It's starting to get on. It's starting to weigh on him. And starting to see he's not. He doesn't like this. When he blows the whistle, he wants play to stop. It's okay if it continues a little. They're actually taking a lot further. Don't be surprised if he doesn't do something. I, I wouldn't disagree with you in the slightest. 
You don't want this to get out of control. Simon drives to the hoop, opens it up for Rothenberg. Baseline three, same spot, same result. Hits it just like Paulus did, and all of a sudden it's a three-point lead for Ryan, and the Explorers have answered again. 3.45 to play third quarter, 34-31. Archbishop Ryan leads. Yeah, see, now they have Simon on Kulikoskis. Bryant cuts to the rim and gets it to go. That entire baseline opened up for him, saw it, and darted well at the hole. Jared Stukes now guarded by Amin Bryant. Dishes back for Simon, and they work it to the top of the key. 3-16 to play. 36-31, Archbishop Ryan leads. And don't be surprised if Joe Dempsey didn't get in the ear of one of these officials saying, like, listen, we don't want things to get out of hand. They did last year. We're coming off a game where things did. Just alert them to it. Right. Have them watching for it. Under three minutes to play, third quarter. Jack Rothenberg, head fakes, goes in on Taylor. Good spin move inside. Keeps the pivot foot, but is blocked. Yeah, I think he walked. It was a nice block by Taylor. Now Brockington down the four. Palantino has it. Had Kuleskovskis elected not to go there. Now jump stops, finds an open. Brockington for three. Good. From the left wing, great drive and kick from Palantino. Back to an eight-point lead. Simon through the lane. Looks for Rothenberg again. That same look. In and out this time. Rockington, a really strong rebound. Out on the break. Good bounce pass for Palantino. Way out of control. Can't hit the layup. Back inside for Taylor. A two-handed flush. That was a great pass by Amin Bryant. That really was. And now it's 10. 2.07 to play. Third quarter. Ten-point lead for Ryan. A game of runs here. Another block for Fred Taylor. And Taylor, extra words for Jared Sooks, who's lying on the floor. And Joe, a lot of times you allow that jawing. I, I, I feel bad that I keep bringing this up, but it keeps happening. When a guy's laying on the floor and he gets jawed at by the guy that blocked him, a lot of times a whistle will come. Yeah. And at least a warning, if not a technical. We got neither. Right. Inbounded to Chrysler. He tipped that basketball. He did tip it. And the referees missed and it. Joe Zaglinski is, is, is livid. It went into the backcourt after yes. the tip. He had to go back and get it. That wasn't called by the referees. And now a foul is Isaiah Brockington fouls Matt Paulus on his drive. Second foul on Brockington. Third on Archbishop Bryan. 148 to play third quarter. 41 to 31. Paulus, a baseline drive. Good look. Extra pass to Simon. Top of the key three. Back iron, no good. And how is that not a foul call as Rockington Rockington. hits the deck? Jared Sooks ran into him, was late to the basketball. No call, and LaSalle will get it back as it went out of bounds. Boy, this is amazing. And in some cases, not getting a call there, even though that would have gone against the Explorers, the referees are asking for something to happen. And I'm all for letting them play. But uh, this may be... uh Going a little too far. If anything happens here, the referees are asking for it. Now, Chrysler has it, top of the key. Paulus behind the screen, head fakes, puts up just inside the three-point line, no good, and nobody rebounds. No one underneath. Wouldn't matter. There wasn't anybody to rebound. There was not a single explorer even in the paint or near the paint. 
Chrysler was breaking in but was so far away, the ball would have had to shoot out in order for him to even have a shot. Golaskovskis behind the screen, dribbles in, thought about spotting up, gets it back from Taylor after they play catch. Now Brockington posting up against Stukes, and he strips him. Now Brockington goes right back to work, puts it up, and good. And you guessed it, words from Brockington after the shot. Now Polis for three, hits. Brockington way out of control as he came to the outside. And I think in some ways Brockington wanted to clock Matt Polis out there. I think he there. did. It was almost as if he had a foul to give. That's his third, too. Third foul, not smart from the senior. I'll tell you what, different things get different players going, and apparently this type of thing gets Brockington going because he keeps hitting really, really tough shots, but uh, you can also understand why it draws the ire of people watching the game. He gets up so high on his shot, too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he, He's he, very he athletic. He leaps into the air. He shoots from the pinnacle. I, I, it's, it really is. He is so high up when he releases that ball. And I believe NGIT is getting a big-time steal with this kid. Paul has hit first and then missed the second free throw. 43-32, 39 seconds to play third quarter. I'm not sure he couldn't play at a higher level than NGIT. Now, there's obviously a reason why he's not, but... Um, for whatever that reason is, I think he could. Yeah, you know what it comes down to is his shot is a little, I mean, it's not the prettiest shot you've ever seen, kind of a tough to repeat, but I agree. You would have thought maybe a program would have looked past that and say, okay, He lacks sure, a lot of fundamentals. It's not right. a, it, 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 but. It hasn't held him back here in no. the Catholic League. And what he lacks that. in fundamentals, he, he he's double in athleticism. And he makes that shot work. Now with 20 seconds to play after Paul has hit two of three, Danny Selecki, Matt McMahon into the game. And Amin Bryant holds for the final possession. Down to 11 and now 10. Taylor has it at the elbow. Looks for the handoff, finds it in Brockington. Drives to the lane, jump socks, puts it up. Good, count it, and one. He went up and under, snuck it underneath. Chrysler, who drilled him up by the head, trying for the swat. And Brockington still able to slide it off the glass and good. And that is one you just tip your cap. There's an example. He can take it to the hole. With three guys defending yeah. him. In fact, it was, you know, I think it was Rothenberg defending him. Chrysler who came over the top, but it actually ended up being Powell who was called for the foul after all that. Three guys going after him. He's able to swim move over Rothenberg, jump stop, Swim under Chrysler, shoulder some contact, I thought, from Chrysler as well, and then be fouled by Powell and still put it up and good. And now for his efforts, a 13-point lead for Ryan. 4.7 to play, inbounded to Stukes. Gets it up by the half-court stripe. will have to launch and won't get it to go. Got it all the way and down to the off. rim. Yeah. Got it off, but kind of gave up on the shot. Eight minutes to play. After three quarters, it's 46-33 Archbishop Ryan and quite the answer from Ryan after LaSalle was able to come back in the second quarter to cut it to just two. The Explorers scored 10 in that time frame. The Ryan Raiders, 21 points in that third period. We'll be right back on the other side. This portion of today's game brought to you by our partners at Howland Hess O'Connell. 
Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Beginning of the fourth quarter here on Bob Long Sports, LaSalle against Archbishop Ryan. And Bob Long and Chris Carabello bringing you the telecast, a 13-point lead for Ryan. LaSalle back into the zone. Brockington thought about the three on the kickout. Now again they go for Taylor. This time Chrysler got a hand on it. They were looking for the alley-oop. Paulus down the floor. Stooks. Dives to the cup, looks for Chrysler, might have walked. Now up top for Simon, another look for Rothenberg for three. In and out, no good. A reminder, Chris here, the the four-seed Archbishop Ryan Raiders as Brockington is fouled through the lane. They control their own destiny, and then if LaSalle doesn't win this game, doesn't matter what happens with the Conwell Egan game. So, you know, before we even update any other scores, if LaSalle can't win this game, all those other scores are moot from a playoff perspective. There's very little movement in the league. As I said, a LaSalle victory over Ryan would put Judge into the four spot, bring the game to father, the 4-5 game to Father Judge. And possibly with a St. Joe's prep win, move Archbishop Ryan all the way down to six. Yeah. And LaSalle would need a Conwell-Egan loss at that point to get up to nine. But a long way to go there. Brockington, a wild shot, won't go. Now here comes LaSalle with Brockington a little bit behind the play. Stuke sees it, gets McMahon an open look for three, and hits from the right wing. Really, really solid from the senior Stukes to commit that defender, knowing he had Brockington behind and find the open man, McMahon, and a timeout on the floor. Well, the Explorers are going to need to do that for the next few possessions. They're going to need to come down. They're going to need to free a man up on the wing from three and try to get back in this. 7-12 to play fourth quarter. Full timeout on the floor. Explorers trailing 46-36. And a reminder that this is our last regular season basketball broadcast. And it's been such a great experience here in 2016-2017. We appreciate everybody that's been here with us. Obviously, this broadcast on audio, but we have made the move to video and have done three very successful broadcasts. Appreciate all the folks that have been uh, a part of getting that off the ground. Rob Johnson and the LaSalle Multimedia Group. You know, Chris, all your help over the course of this year. It's been very, very much appreciated. And we're in a good spot with what we're doing with LaSalle moving forward. No, and come this spring, we're going to be able to bring that video to probably some other sports, Absolutely. whether it be lacrosse, baseball, continue to experiment with that so that when we start up in the fall with bit with football, we can have every game televised, audio and video. Yeah, we're very excited for that. And we're also excited to do some hockey as the 
LaSalle hockey team was able to defeat Holy Ghost Prep in their finale, and they're having another fantastic year, Chris. They will start the Flyers' Cup run, and we hope to be there for as much of it as we can. Yeah, they're playing real well right now, the hockey team. They really got their groove on. Palantino dove to the cup out of the timeout for Archbishop Bryan. They lead by 12. And we can talk a little bit about hockey as we as we have time here in this fourth quarter, but you're exactly right. Wally Mulebronner continues to keep the engine running here for that LaSalle hockey program. A wild shot from Stukes won't go on the drive, and back comes Archbishop Ryan. Wouldn't be surprised if they take a little bit of air out of the ball here, Chris. Or not. Well, we foul, got a foul called. Isaiah Brockington hounded by Jared Stukes as and well as... Sean Simon. And that'll be one and one. The Explorer, they're, in, they're in the bonus now. Seventh team foul on the Explorers. Yeah, so Brockington will shoot one and one. They called the foul on Simon, his third foul. But if you look at the last two weeks, the Explorers, they put a whooping on St. Joe's Prep and then came back Friday night to shut out Holy Ghost Prep. So probably the two best teams in the league uh, other than the Explorers, and they really dominated them. Now Stukes comes back the other way. Open three for Chrysler. No good. Bryant with the rebound. And what do we have here? Kulaskovskis, I believe, is hurt. The free throw was missed from Isaiah Brockington. Offensive rebound for Kulaskovskis. Couldn't finish. Might have twisted his knee on that play. On the break for LaSalle, the three from Chrysler did not go. And so now Ryan has the basketball. Inbounding from their own defensive end, up 12, 6-11 to play. But there's a prime example. Explorers need to get back into this down 12. Zach Chrysler takes probably an ill-advised three. No one under the basket except the five foot nine Jared Stukes. Now a double team, Chris Palantino. And a timeout was called. I think the, Joe's, official, Joe's on the, yeah. on the official on the baseline, Chris, had a foul. Right. But the one behind it called the timeout. Called the timeout. And now the official... I'll say gently nudging Jared Stukes toward the LaSalle bench yeah. and probably was getting into it with somebody. It was a full timeout, Archbishop Ryan. So Joe Zaglinski will have one timeout left. Not that it, at this point looks like he might not need it, but uh, unless the Explorers start to pick up pace and get on another run, which they've done successfully twice tonight. They certainly have, and they've been able to come back in games throughout the course of this year at times. A lot of times those runs coming up just a point of two or two short, Chris, but they've shown the ability to pressure teams, cause turnovers. Now this may be a slightly different animal with a very talented Raiders team on the other side of the floor. But with 5.59 to play, it's 48-36, and like we were saying, what's likely next for us? Well, Wednesday night, a playoff game on the road which now appears to be very likely against Archbishop Carroll, unless Conwell Egan were to beat Carroll and Bonner Prendy get a win here today, in which case it would be on the road in Upper Darby against the Friars. But a trip to Carroll could be, with a loss here, of course, uh, quite the interesting matchup, a game that was 5-5 to after the first quarter, 18-17 to at the half, Chris, and then finished 50-45. to But up until that fourth quarter, no quarter had ended with a differential of more than one point. A very well-matched game that could be, and a rematch of a game where, well, there weren't so many positive emotions right at the end on either side. No, it ended up with, even though the benches were technically cleared because the game was over, it ended up in a bit of a scrum. Ah, oh, what a nice pass. Palantino might have traveled, but walked. the foul comes late. 
And you're right, Chris, absolutely a travel, but referee sees the nudge. It was a late whistle, and that foul will go against the Explorers. Jack Rothenberg But he was wide fourth. open underneath. Yeah, that's the other thing you have to look at. It was such a lapse in defense on yep. the part well, of the Explorers. And they found true. the wide open man. They had to double. 5.45 to play here in the game. You're trying to double and create a turnover, and Ryan does a nice job to find that open man. Palantino misses the first free throw, opening the door here for the Explorers. Palantino for his second. And that free throw is good. 49-36, 5-37 to play. Jared Stukes coming from right to left on your timeline. Now a backup three. Simon hits it. What a three-point shot from Sean Simon. How he, I, he was fouled on top of that, but not called. And Joe Dempsey getting in the ear of the officials. Ten-point game. Ryan leads, 5.15 to play. Raiders may look to take the air out of the basketball. Mean Bryant goes inside for Fred Taylor. Palantino had an open three, elected not to take it. Instead, inside, the look won't go. The follow, no good. Tipped up, and Chrysler gets it. Here's what you need here for LaSalle. Stukes dives to the cup, looks for McMahon. Off to Paulus. Long two. No. Chrysler over the top. Of Palantino. Yeah, Palantino had nice, had, he had position there. Zach Crystal just went over his back. Anthony Woodard into the game. He missed that point blank look on the other end. And Chris, here's the thing. The junior Woodard has played about five minutes and he is only one of six players to be on the floor tonight. Yeah, Ryan's only played six guys. They've really only played five guys. Right. Woodard has gotten a couple cups of coffee on the floor, but that's all. Palantino hits the first free throw, the ninth foul on LaSalle, so he had to earn that second one, which he did. Yeah, Double he, bonus the rest of the way. Yeah, he came in for a possession when Kulikoskis got hurt, and he came in for a short bit when Fred Taylor was uh, in foul trouble. Other than that, they've played with these five all game. 51-39 as Chris Palantino hits both free throws, and now the Explorers have to move quickly. Paulus denied on the drive by Brockington. Now Simon funnels back. Head fakes, gets the three, and hits it. Able to discard the defender by head faking and making the defender fly by. That was Palantino. Gave him an open look. And Jared Sukes called for the foul in the backcourt against Amin Bryant. Yeah, I'm not sure he didn't use his elbow, too. So Jared not happy, but the referee only saw Jared hit him. 4.23 to play, fourth quarter, nine-point lead for Archbishop Ryan at home. The number four seed in the Philadelphia Catholic League as of this morning and looking to keep that the case. In order to host a playoff game in the Philadelphia Catholic League, that game would take place on Friday night. Amin Bryant missed the first free throw. LaSalle now 10 fouls here in the second half. Archbishop Ryan four. Second free throw, good. Amin Bryant's one for two, and Ryan leads by 10 again. And a moving screen called against Zach Chrysler. 
So it goes back to Archbishop Ryan. Third foul on Chrysler. That was a shame because that was a, an opportunity for the Explorers to cut this game to eight or seven. Gulaskovskis gets the inbound, picks up his dribble. Across the timeline is Palantino, and now they find Bryant. Ryan in no hurry. Palantino backs it up. 4.06 to play, 10-point lead. LaSalle into the double bonus, forced to go for the steal. Kulaskowskis drives to the hole, puts it up. No good. Pinned against the backboard, and now LaSalle's going to come up with it. Chrysler steps into a three and hits it. Big one for Zach Chrysler, now down to a seven-point game with 3.45 to play. That was a big three because he hadn't hit one all night. And that's something he can do. He's hit threes over the course of this year. Palantino nearly lost the ball, picks up his dribble and finds Kuleskovskis. Here's Brockington guarded by Simon. Half-hearted double teams by the Explorers. Kuleskovskis drives to the lane. Wild shot, no good. And now LaSalle comes up with it. I don't know what Kuleskovskis is doing as a senior. And now blocked is Jared Stukes. And Matt McMahon forced to foul. Stukes hurt on the play, slow to get up. And I'll finish my statement on Kuleskovskis. He didn't need either of those two shots. They he weren't. They were in high percentage. They weren't even good looking. Uh, it was a, a kind of a scoop. I can't even describe it. Not one he needed. And now Joe Zaglinski having a conversation with him, like exactly what we're talking about. Hey, you're a senior. Come on, use your head. We don't need that shot. You know, and then you get down to the other end. I don't. I don't know what Jared Stukes thought he was going to do there. He was taking right. him. You know, he was taking. He was double teamed. Two athletic defenders. Right. And unfortunately, that's undersized. A very, yeah. Very big block and very important now. You feel like you could have gotten a trailer open for a three. You have and a he pretty did. good. He three. had Matt McMahon on the trail, and he doesn't do that. And then a big rebound there by. Yep, Amin Bryant. Yeah. And now Brockington to the cup. Throws it down with the right hand over Zach Chrysler. Put on a poster. Now McMahon fires away from three. No good. Brockington a rebound and fouled by Zach Chrysler. 2.52 to play. And that right-handed flush over Chrysler might have been the exclamation point as well as the nail in the coffin. An unfortunate series of events there because down seven, the Explorers have a chance to go down five, now down ten. Brockington hits the first free throw. 56-45. Second free throw good. 57-45, to play, and now the fans here at Archbishop Bryan, they can start to feel it. It's still a lot of basketball to go. Well, they waved off that last free throw for a lane violation, oh, so we okay. have 56-45. Oh, thank you for that, Chris. Simon launches a crazy long three and hits it. Sean Simon, can you believe it? And Jaws at Kuleskovskis. It appears LaSalle has joined the fray 
in that as well. Lots of jawing on both sides in this one. Now it's a an eight-point game, so maybe a free throw called off could mean something down the stretch, Chris. But you run into a situation where now the refs are clearly letting Ryan get away with that. So LaSalle says, well, if you're going to let him get away with it, we're going to do it too. And that's usually when things end badly. So let's hope that doesn't happen here, but it's setting itself up for much of what we saw on Friday night and even some of the things that we saw at the end of the game at Archbishop Carroll. Well, and of course, the closer it gets, Chris, the more likely that is to happen. And it gets more heated. Let's talk about Sean Simon for a minute. He has hit shots this year that just make you scratch your head as well as tip your cap and acknowledge the talent that he has shooting a three-point shot. I mean, he, as a junior, is putting up a ton of points this year, had a great career at Springside Chestnut Hill as well before he transferred into LaSalle and has an opportunity to achieve some very high honors next year. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, really be the rock of this LaSalle team. He came in here with 631 career points. All at Springside. All, all at Springside, all, all at the varsity level. So he entered his junior year needing only a little under 400 points to be LaSalle's next 1,000-point scorer. And uh, he's done, a, you know, he scored a number of points this year. I don't know his exact totals, but everything, you know, yeah, I think he's at about 240 this yeah, year. Yeah, so barring some type of injury, he'll do that at some point middle of next year. Now Archbishop Bryan is fouled. I mean, Bryant fouled by Matt McMahon. They were working it around for about 15 seconds as LaSalle tried to put a man on him and possibly create a steal, but forced to foul Matt McMahon. I mean, realistically, he'll go into next year with 900-plus points. Right. And, you know, as I said, the likelihood of him not scoring uh, a little under 100 points uh, in his senior year. With that shot, no way. No. Free throw good, Amin Bryant. And he could very well be the earliest we've ever seen a 1,000-point score in the history of the school. Thinking back to Amar Stooks, and I was there when Chip Greenberg did it. Um, Joe Mead, Craig Conlon, they were all late in the season. It really makes you think about how impressive right down the road at Hatboro Horsham High School, how impressive it was that Matt Carroll, who is a player at Notre Dame and in the NBA, and Amin Bryant fouls, but it was a good play by Bryant. Simon rolled the ball into Six, who wasn't looking. Amin Bryant almost created that turnover. Just the fifth team foul, 227 to play, a 10-point lead. But quickly to make the point here, Matt Carroll, 2,000-point scorer for Hatboro Horsham High School. That's simply amazing. Simply amazing when you think about how proficient Simon has been and that he's got to go into his senior year still needing 1,000. Now a steal from Bryant. Palantino, Taylor misses the dunk. Point blank range. He's going to get another shot at it. Tries to put it up, but a jump ball first. And LaSalle's going to get the basketball. Well, perhaps a little karma. What goes around comes around. Tried to go with a ferocious two-hand flush. Double clutched for extra effect. And he missed the dunk. So now here comes LaSalle. 156 to play. Down by 10. Need to move quickly and likely get a three. That will come from Stooks. No good. Taylor a rebound. Mr. Simon to our right informs us that Sean needs 140 for 1,000. So we were pretty close. Not that anybody's counting, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
And now a foul is called against LaSalle as they doubled Kulaskovskis at the top. 1.42 to play. That's the fourth foul on Matt Paulus, playing in his last regular season game as a LaSalle Explorer. And you have two seniors out here that were four-year varsity players, three-year varsity starters, four-year, I mean, four-year varsity players. Goleskowskis misses the first free throw. And guys that have made amazing contributions to this program, very young players on a, uh, on a team that went to the state championship, very young players on a team that went to the Palestra. Last year came of age and hosted a playoff game. And now this year part of you know, a team that is getting some very young players, some much-needed experience, knew they'd be coming in with high expectations, but a lot of young, talented players. And you look at Stukes and Paulus and Zach Chrysler, Conrad Kiska, they're going to look back at Stukes and Paulus as guys that showed them the way, showed them how to be veterans, showed them how to play the game of basketball and to play at a high level in the Philadelphia Catholic League. And so all those contributions from the beginning and all the success going to the state championship to the mentoring of these young guys, none of that can be, can be overstated. Now and um, Kulikoskis is on the line to shoot two, and Zach Chrysler has just fouled out. So Chrysler's night ends. One twenty-seven to play, fourth quarter, sixty to forty-eight. As Kulikoskis miss, uh, he makes the first free throw. Yeah, the Explorers are just unable, unable to come up with that third run. They needed a third run. Uh, unfortunately, you know, third time wasn't the charm. They battled here today, though. They this did. is a really good Archbishop Bryant team. Really good. Stukes can't get it to go. Rothenberg, no on the rebound. Brockington down the floor, throws it away. And there was a lot of just that. There were a lot of shots that just didn't go in. There, there were some ill-advised shots. I think the, the Explorers played a little better than what the score indicates here. I don't really know that there's a, you know, as I said, there's a 13-point differential in the score. But the Explorers played a little better than that. Now Sean Simon into the game along, I'm sorry, out of the game, being replaced by Danny Selecki as well as Brett Werner. And now you're going to have to, Chris, pull your inner Joe winning and start rooting real hard for Danny Selecki, pride of okay. Angela Assumpta. I'll do Academy. the Angela Assumpta. <laughs> McMahon can't hit the three. Good rebound by Woodard. And even with 59 seconds to play, a 13-point lead, and now a foul against LaSalle with Kuliskovskis going to the line, Archbishop Bryan has still only played six men. Well, Danny will get his name in his – he'll be in the book. He's official. He got a foul. That's right. First foul on Danny Selecki. Wish Joe the best was unable to make Friday's game or tonight's game, uh, but we certainly hope and uh, expect that he will be rearing to go for, Friday, or I guess, Wednesday night now, Chris, Wednesday's playoff game, which will be on the road either against Archbishop Carroll or Bonner Prendy. And now you hear the ovation as Jared Stukes takes his last turn on the floor and comes to the bench in his last regular season game. Now they're going to take out Matt Paulus. Paulus comes off the floor for his last time in the regular season as an Explorer. So the Explorers are going to be set in the 10 spot. Their opponent likely to be Carroll or will be Carroll. Unless they were to have lost to Egan, which we're not sure about. Right. Selecki gets a deflection out of bounds. 
Archbishop Ryan basketball after a block on the other end. Alan Powell was blocked by Fred Taylor. Palantino with 43 seconds to play. McMahon gets a steal on the drive from number 32, Vernon White. Oh, Danny Selecki open in the corner. They oh, didn't man. get it to you him. you got to get it to Selecki there. Right. Brockington steals it away. It went past the sideline. We'll stay with LaSalle, 27.7 to play. So you know what that means. Another opportunity for Selecki to launch a bomb. Right. And I know that Joe is anxiously awaiting, either on his computer or his phone, wherever he's listening to this one. Hoping that the, uh, the kick can get a chuck up towards the rim here in the final 30 seconds of this game. Well, someone's launching one here, either Selecki or McMahon. Or Brett Werner. Or Why Brett not? Werner. Why not? Oh, back iron no good. Fred Taylor gets the rebound. Up the floor comes White. A three launched. No good. Well short. Stays in bounds. Another opportunity for Ryan. Six seconds to play, and now they will dribble this one out. Makai Lang, the sophomore, gets the last dribble of this one, and that's the end of the ballgame. 63-48, Archbishop Ryan holds serve at home, locks up the four seed in the Philadelphia Catholic League, and will host a playoff game on Friday against Father Judge, very likely. If Judge were to have lost this game today, they would have dropped likely below St. Joe's Prep with a Prep win, but a lot would have had to have happened there. So yeah. the assumption would be, I believe Judge had McDevitt today, the assumption Correct. would be Judge wins the game, clearly Ryan won the game, first round of the playoffs after the play-ins for Archbishop Ryan versus five Father Judge, and then depending upon the outcome in the Conwell League and Archbishop Carroll game, LaSalle is the 10 seed and will travel to either Carroll or Bonner Prendy. Correct. And we'll have number three, the third seed Roman versus uh, St. Joe's Prep, right. which is basically a, a rematch of today's game. Except right, we'll, exactly. We'll change locations where today's game's at the Prep. This game will be played at Roman's choice of a court. Yes. Likely yeah. Philadelphia University. Exactly right. So we will look forward to the playoffs, and we appreciate everybody listening here, not only today but throughout the entirety of the regular season. It's been a lot of fun. We've gone to video with you guys for three games, and we look to do that for the playoff game as well. Thanks so much for being a part of everything we do at Bob Long Sports and uh, being a, a supporter of LaSalle College High School Basketball. Or if you've been listening and maybe are a fan of one of the other great institutions in this league, thanks for being an ambassador and a proponent of Philadelphia Catholic League basketball. We'll see you on Friday night. It'll be on the road, like we said, likely... I'm sorry, Wednesday what night. did I say, Thursday? Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wednesday night, 7 o'clock p.m. on the road, likely at Archbishop Carroll. And for my color commentator, Chris Carabello, I'm Bob Long saying so long for the final time this regular season. Archbishop Ryan, a winner, 63-48 over LaSalle, earning the fourth seed. See you on Wednesday night. Thanks for being with us.